Welcome to this Leadership and Personal Empowerment Podcast with your host, best-selling author, organizational consultant, and professional speaker, Dr. Joseph Michelli. As a customer experience designer, I can't believe I'm asking this question, but here goes. Can you ever enrich a customer experience too much? That question in my world is tantamount to asking Bill Gates if he could ever have too much money or a New York Yankee fan if the Bronx Bombers could ever have too many World Series wins. But I found myself asking that very question, can you ever enrich a customer experience too much, after I ran across an article about the IKEA store in Beijing. In the event you're not aware of IKEA, they are best described as a modern-style home furnishing store that pioneered a concept called flat-pack design, which is an affordable product offering that typically requires customer assembly. The Swedish-based company innovated many customer experience design elements in their often warehouse-like stores. These innovations included a one-way traffic flow that requires customers to wend through what is called the long natural way, requiring customers to see veritably every inch of IKEA's merchandise. There are many other experience enhancers, like an as-is bargain center, extensive use of natural lighting and skylights, a cafeteria serving Swedish fare and culturally relevant food. Also, many stores have a small end play area for children 3 to 10. With that overview of the IKEA experience, let's jump ahead to the article that bothered me enough to ask the question, can you ever enrich a customer experience too much? The Los Angeles Times article written by David Pearson was entitled, A Beijing Theme Park with Futons. In it, Mr. Pearson tells of a Saturday adventure for Zhang Zin and his wife and mother. That adventure in Beijing had IKEA as the destination. David writes, Riding an escalator past a man lying on a display bed with a book opened on his belly, the clan sauntered into the crush of visitors squeezing onto the showroom path, bumping elbows and nicking ankles with their yellow shopper trolleys. Zhang said the family needed a respite from the smog and a reliable lunch. We just came here for the fun. I guess I could have gone somewhere else, but it wouldn't have been the complete experience. David goes on to note that a decade after IKEA first came to Beijing, every weekend thousands of looky-loos pour into the massive showroom to use the display, some hop into bed, slide under the covers, and sneak a nap. Others bring cameras and pose with the decor. Families while away the afternoon in the store for no other reason than to enjoy the air conditioning. Visitors can't seem to resist novelties Americans take for granted, such as free soda refills and ample seating. Worse yet, carpenters literally come into IKEA with measuring tapes so they can build similar style furniture and sell it for cheaper prices than IKEA can, given IKEA's overhead. Many store shoppers admit that they buy those cheaper items outside of the IKEA store. All of this led me to ask the question I never thought I could ask. Can you enrich a customer experience too much? Is the brand awareness and traffic IKEA receives a good enough reason to continue the in-store experience exactly as it is, Or should IKEA impose policies like no sleeping on the beds, no refills, or no loitering? To make the questions more difficult to answer, one need only go to customer He Pang's blog site, where he posts pictures of himself in the Beijing store surrounded by IKEA products. If you'll go to my blog at josephmagelli.com, you'll see how to link to He Pang's blog site. Under those pictures of Mr. Ping in IKEA, the caption reads, I don't need to buy this stuff. Because I have pictures. Maybe I'm reaching here, but I can't bring myself to answer my question by saying that the Beijing IKEA experience is a matter of too much enrichment. But I do see it as a matter of a misguided experience. Rather than being a buying experience, IKEA has turned into a hospitality experience. 
Now, if the current traffic patterns interfere with sales, the Beijing in-store experience could be recreated to help buyers purchase products and make the overall environment less amenable to becoming a day-long amusement trip. All of this could be achieved not by signs saying stay off the furniture, but by redesigning the store so that recreation is less possible. Then again, if business happens to be booming at IKEA, why fix an odd experience that's leading to success? All of this has caused me to ask you to look at your experiential offering. Is what your customer experiencing consistent with the objectives of what your business wants them to experience? Or did you build a store and instead deliver a theme park with futons? For more resources and information about creating customer experiences, igniting staff empowerment, developing key leadership and communication skills, leveraging change, and mastering humor skills, please visit josephmichelli.com. That's J-O-S-E-P-H-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-I dot com. Until next time, may your life be filled with abundant laughter and success.